This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Luke. Lukey, 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 what is that sound I hear? (laughs) That's right. That's right, Timbo. I've had a lovely, gorgeous daughter about a week and a half ago. Probably you haven't. Your wife might have. Yes, well, she did do all the hard work. Yep, correct. Correct. Congratulations, mate. Thanks, mate. Gee, noisy child. (laughs) All that crying just quieted down a bit. She's been an absolute angel so far. Yeah. Has she? A a, a market of debate, do you think? Was she got the glint in her eye? Yeah, look, she's not talking yet, so it's a little too early to tell. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. (laughs) But often you can tell, a bit of gut gut instinct, gut feel, you know, like, look at her and go, yep, cut out out for marketing. I think we'll have to wait and see on that one, Tim. Is she she wearing the big brands? I mean, you've got, (laughs) I know know you've got a, uh, what's the stroller you've got? Oh, I can't remember the yeah, brand. Yeah, McLaren. I'll tell you what, it's McLaren. got more bells and whistles than my car, that brand. Mate, that, that stroller would win a Formula One race. Yeah, yeah. No, she's currently wearing Bonds. Ah, oh, Good yep. Australian brand. Yeah, taken yeah, overseas now and made in China. But anyway. Okay, okay. That's fairly, <laughs> That's fairly intellectual of you to start the show. <laughs> hey, listeners, congratulations to Lukey and his lovely wife, Kim, and welcome to the world little baby Isabella. Isabella. Great name. Thank you very much. Great name. Um, so it's just lovely to have an additional part to the small business big marketing family. <laughs> Is she on Twitter yet or no, LinkedIn? No. no, I better go and register all her social media <laughs> and give it to her as her um, week two birthday yeah, present. Yeah, I, yes. must get, I must get LinkedIn with her. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and people of that age, uh, what is she, a week and a half? Uh, what social media are they into? Is it, are they more MySpace or Facebook? <laughs> well, she is actually, I have put her on my Facebook, so oh. um, you, you're welcome to check out. And she is that. on uh, Small Business Big Marketing's Facebook. Well, sort of like a, a, an announcement. Yeah. And uh, you know what, Lukey? Um, putting all that aside, it, it beautiful. Um, there is a sense of family developing in small business, big marketing. Indeed, you got a lot of um, pats on the back or yes, yeah. comments on our Facebook wall when I announced that you had uh, become a father, and also on Twitter, I've received yep. a, a lot of lovely uh, feedback from family and, and friends. friends. And you were going to say fans? <laughs> God, you're arrogant. <laughs> I hope she doesn't inherit that. <laughs> Um, I know what listeners would be thinking. No, yeah. he's not. You are, Tim. Yeah. Um, what have you been yet? <laughs> hey, um, Lukey. Timbo. But there is. I mean, you know, we started this out, and this whole Web 2.0 or whatever it is, Web 2.0 is antique now, but community, you know, like as marketers building community. And I honestly feel, I could say as of the last show, there's a there's a real sense of community developing, and it's taken yeah. time. I think I think a lot of people struggle with whether they actually should put themselves out there. Um, mm. I certainly know that some of the some of the people that even the people that I work with don't want um, many people knowing about the, the the private parts of their life. But I you know I, I think that if you're going to connect properly mm. and um, develop rapport with people, then, you know, you mm. should be sharing these sorts of things, you know. There's a fine line. There is a fine line. You know, like if my wife had a baby, I wouldn't announce it on the podcast, but... <laughs> no. Yes, but, you but, would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You announced that you got a dog? I, I think I did. In fact, uh, we are doing this uh, show from 
my home, yep. and uh, my dog, Mr. Mr. Charlie Bucket, to you, <laughs> is wandering around. So if you do hear a bark every now and then, listeners, just uh, put up with him because he's a lovely little fella. Hey, um, community also in the sense, Lukey, um, getting lots of listener questions yes. and feedback yeah. Yeah. and written reviews on iTunes. Yep. Which are, you know, great. And listeners, if you haven't... And I think that was after, because in the last podcast I made a very sensitive appeal... Oh, yes. ...that we wanted to hear more from you. Yes, and we still you do, did. So, yeah. You did. In fact, I think we lost half our audience. Um, <laughs> we're down to two. One of our <laughs> listeners, I think, even even uh, set up a, um, a Twitter hashtag... Um, I love Lukey, I think it was. It did not. <laughs> Seriously. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I'm very upset. Yeah, there was only one message under the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, if that is you, could you please uh, contact me, questions at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Yeah. I'm very cross. Um, but but there is a good community. Um, one of the, the, the next show, in actual fact, we're going to just dedicate to listener questions because we we've got some rippers. Yeah, we so, got So um, we will do stuff. that. Lukey. I won't ask what's on your mind, which is where we start, because yeah. we've kind of covered that. Yeah. Clearly, Isabella, Isabella is on your mind. Timbo, what's on your mind? My mate? little baby's on my mind, Lukey. <laughs> which is? An iPad. <laughs> oh, Stop it. Stop it. I've got an iPad. I did not intend to go and buy one. I, I can honestly say, maybe subconsciously I did, I was wandering through the shops on Friday night, the Friday they came out, and I walked home with one. Um, you just did it. To tease me, didn't you? Yeah, look, maybe I did, but I can now say a week into owning it that, yeah, I like it. It's an object of art. It is not an object of productivity or um, it hasn't improved my business life one iota, Mm. except that I have the ability to consume more blogs and... um, video and podcasts and stuff like that. So, mm. you know, whereas I found it hard to go and, you know, sit down and read a blog with the laptop or in front of the computer, yep. I now do it. What's your See, smile about? <laughs> this is one of the, the main Here reasons why I haven't got one. Yep. Is I believe it, it will take time away from my family. Right. It is so easy to consume more stuff right. on the web with an iPad. You'll get over that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I will, but when I get one, I'm not sure that my wife will. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think uh, I think it'd be a great tool for people travelling. Yeah, a- absolute ripper. And school kids. Yeah. School kids who are carrying so much in their bags. You know, like a, a school kid uh, in, in high school is a chiropractor's dream. <laughs> um, so the iPad is the chiropractor's enemy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, look... I'm, I'm glad I got one. I haven't quite figured out its role in life. I want to start blogging from it. It'll allow me to blog more, but then I've got to get the photos onto it somehow, you know. The iPad store, the app store, bit of a ghost town. You know, yeah. they say there's thousands of apps. Most of them are iPhone, iPad apps, so they're not dedicated iPad apps. Um, haven't lost faith in it by any stretch. Love you, Apple. Um, but, um, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a deal break, deal maker, you know? So, um, now Lukey, um, little story, little story, had a plumber, had a plumber come earlier this week to my place. Yeah. Uh, reason for the plumber coming uh, and, uh, block toilet, block toilet, which, you know, classic plumber job. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like you would think so. Part of the gig, you know, not your favorite part of being a plumber, (laughs) but part of the job. Possibly a reason why you wouldn't become a plumber. Correct. Correct. So he gets it. I've got other things that I want him to do, change shower heads and do other stuff. I take him to the toilet as the first stop, uh, as this is the first thing you do. And he looks at me and he goes, I don't do shit. (laughs) 
There it is. Okay. So I said, what? He said, yeah, I don't do shit. Well, you wouldn't either if you'd seen what I'd seen, yeah, he said. Yeah. You know? So I go, well, mm, interesting. Maybe you should have told me that before you came. Yeah, done a little bit of... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Asked for a quick brief on the job. Yeah, 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 that's right. So anyway, he did some stuff and the toilet's still blocked and he's given me the number of a guy who, who does, who does do shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, point being, like, I mean, that's a pretty obvious marketing lesson to me, but maybe yeah. it's not. Yeah. Maybe the lesson is be really clear as to what you do and what you don't do. And I'd even as far as going indicating what it is you love... Like I say to my clients, I don't love marketing plans. In fact, I don't do marketing plans. Yeah? Uh, yeah. But I've got people who can do marketing plans. I'm much more like, let's go and do it, you know? Yeah, Here's yeah. what I suggest you do. Here's why I suggest you do it. Here's how we do it. Now, let's you, you into it? Right, let's yeah. do it. You prefer to workshop with Timbo? Oh, that sounds a little bit kind of um, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd prefer to just kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm a practical, emotional yeah. marketer. Yeah, you prefer the group growth. Yeah. The group, I, I, thought, I thought you said that. <laughs> just just on, to, going back to tradies, um, I've got an interesting one as well. I, um, I have an electrician that's done a little bit of work on our house, and he sent me an invoice. And um, I, I was someone that I, you know, someone referred me to this guy, and I hadn't actually seen or heard his business name. Because he just came and said, oh, my name's Peter, and he's a lovely bloke, which is why I want to get him to do more work. But I looked at his first invoice, and his business name is P ampersand S Electrics. Now, say that when you pick up the phone, try and say P and S Electrics really quickly. P and S Electrics. Correct. Now, it's probably someone who hasn't really put a great deal of thought into his business name. <laughs> and... May perhaps need to reconsider. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of tradies do that. They kind of go just with their first name or whatever, you know, their name, you know, Evans yeah. Electrics or whatever it might be, P&S Electrics. <laughs> there is, it is worthwhile. I've just, I've done a whole lot of naming the last few months for different clients yeah. and getting it right, gee, it's good. Yeah. It's good from the, my point of view, but the you just hear the penny drop. When the client gets the name, they just he nailed it. You know, like we love it. Mm. We love saying it. We love answering the phone. You know, and you know, yeah. Clearly, PS Electrics is not something <laughs> that you can just be punching the air yeah, about. He, funnily, he, funnily enough, he never actually says his business name when he picks up the phone. Right, and hello to all those electricians out there, <laughs> Lukey. We have got a ripper guest today. Yes, um, we have. We have got the Yi Ying. The Yi Ying. That's her name. <laughs> Yi Ying. Yep. And Yi Ying is responsible. She she designed the fail whale for Twitter. Yes. Do you know what that is, Luke? I know what it is. What I'm is not, it? Basically, it's when uh, when when Twitter goes down, uh, as in when it's unavailable, the whale uh, or, goes up, or there's a there's an error on their site somehow. Yep. Uh, this beautiful, beautifully illustrated mm-hmm. whale uh, appears on the screen, being and, being lifted by. Uh, Whatever the Twitter birds are, yes, little sparrows, sparrows or, or sparrows. Um, she designed it. She did. So that's kind of like a good thing to have on your portfolio. Global brand, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, but interestingly enough, the way it came about isn't maybe how you would expect it to. So uh, she's going to share that up uh, up front with yes. us in in her interview. She is. Um, she is a. Is it a, is the word dearth of information? Is it a dearth of information? She is an ocean of information. We use yeah. ocean because she's yeah. about farewell. So Yi Ying is an ocean of information about creativity 
and the and particularly the importance of branding and logo. Mm. She's very, very, very passionate about. And I think if you listeners, if you don't um, attach importance to your visual design, then maybe by the end of this show you will. Yes, because uh, her passion is you know it's very tangible, isn't it? Sure is. So, Lukey, we started by asking Yu Ying how she came to design the, the Twitter fail whale over the year. I did the image initially. It wasn't for Twitter at all. Um, I did it when, when I was a student at uni, and um, I did it as an e-card and sent it to friends when uh, overseas friends invite me to come over for party on Facebook. So instead of sending emails all the time and say I can't come, I just did a visual e-card, which is that image. Sort of, I've got a big dream to achieve, but sort of um, it's kind of hard to do it. It's kind of surreal. I'm just sending it, you know, overseas as little birds lifting up a whale as some dream impossible to, to achieve kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you get it. Um, and then I put it online as an explosion kind of before I graduate from uni. And um, after a year or two years' time, Bizstone, the, tw- the co-founder from Twitter, he just picked it from iStock. That's the story. Is that wow. right? Just straight out of iStock? Yeah, because iStock at the time, in the beginning when I joined it, it was sort of like a share, like almost like community-based website, like um, Flickr, pretty much. But in the beginning, it wasn't for commercial use. And then later on, it was just um, gradually um, become more commercial and engaged with Getty Images. Hey, Yu Yu, did he he buy the high-res or the low-res version? (laughs) He actually bought it as... um, uh, I'm pretty sure he bought it as a vector. Um, oh. And standard license. So, um, okay, so it was, it was actually about 50 US as opposed to the 25 US that you could have got. <laughs> I think it was actually five bucks. No way. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was back then because Twitter was a, I think they were just as a staff yeah. company because yeah. they are entrepreneurs. Yep. Um, and I totally understand that situation, you know, when you, you yep. start up a company with not a lot of income, and they just did it. And can I can I um, just get this really right and really clear yeah, for our listeners, sure. Yu Ying? You've designed yeah. the Fail Whale logo for Twitter, one of the biggest brands in the world right now. <laughs> you got paid five dollars. Yeah. Wow. Wait. No, actually, probably even less than that, um, to be honest, because at the time, uh, I still give uh, probably forty percent or thirty percent to the contributor, and they keep probably 50% each. So okay. I probably literally, $5 times 30%, probably just $1.50. Wow. We're, just, we're just getting the wow. hat out and passing it around the studio. Um, by the end of this interview, we may well have doubled your the amount you made from hang, that hang logo. Hang on, Tim. I've actually I've seen Yu Ying's client list. I don't think she needs it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the, the, the payoff came afterwards, Yu Ying, correct? What's that? Sorry? The, the payoff... Having mm-hmm. designed that logo and not getting paid a lot, maybe a coffee uh, in Maccas, you um, have subsequently got a whole lot of work as a result of it, yeah? Um, in a sense, yes. Um, I guess it's not just because of that, but it's very hard to calculate, to be honest. But I, I would say yes. So, Yu Ying, I've seen, seen your client list, I've seen, amongst others, there's Animal Logic there. So, how have you, how have you come to pick up these such fantastic clients? I mean, apart, apart from the fact that you're a very talented designer, uh, what have you done to actually uh, attract these sorts of clients? Um, Animal Logic, at the time, was actually even before the farewell 
business actually. Wow. And that was right after I finished my uni. And one of my friends was working at Enemologic and um, we, we sort of closed each other. And there's a design community always all around. And um, that's how we actually, um, and also that's how other people pretty much um, traditionally get their jobs and everything, I suppose. Yep, networking. Networking? Networking, absolutely. You're a good networker. I met you at TED, didn't I? We were networking. Yeah, that's right. We, we met at um, TED Lighting Harbour. Did I come up and sort of, sort of glushingly... Glushingly? <laughs> did I come up and go, are you the Twitter designer? And can, I, can I meet you? And, and can I Luke, Luke and I Oh, still... we know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, have you, have you, have you signed any autographs? Mm, yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Luke and I still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we did actually, because uh, when I was in um, when I was over in San Francisco yeah. um, last year, uh, we had a fail party, which is sort of um, uh, what, they, what do they call it? They call it uh, the celebration of uh, failure uh, of the economic, and they actually did a huge cake with the jam, doing like a going economic going yeah, yeah. down that sort of graph. Mm. Um, and I I think I bought like 500 farewell cards and I just signed, signed them away. And oh, so you weren't asked. You actually decided you'd hand out some autographs off your own off your own bat, did you? Um, I didn't I didn't even thought that's an autograph. <laughs> I just thought it's sort of give away. Oh, a nice gift. Yeah. <laughs> gift, yeah, exactly. Hey, Ying, can we yeah. talk? As, yeah. our, as you know, our, listener, our listeners are generally small business owners. Mm-hmm. And like many of us, creativity is often a very scary thing. You're, is, is, am I right in saying you're regarded in the top 100 creative people of, around the place at the moment? Uh, some, that's according to the newspaper. Some crazy, <laughs> some crazy statistics. So you, you've, got, you've got a bit to say on creativity. So what, what, what do you believe defines creativity? What is being creative? Um, I think... And from my own point of view, um, finding creativity, it's actually finding the creativity from yourself. So it's not something that you come out and, and hunt for. It's something within you. It's, you just got to dig it out. I believe everybody has creativity in themselves. It's almost like a seed. It's just you, need, you, you really need the good weather and you need to look after it and then also dig it out later on when it, when it actually grows. So it- everybody would, would be able to. Is there anything that you can do to encourage that creativity out of you? Good question, Lukey. Mm. Can you, you know, is it a matter of finding things that inspire you, or is it? Let's start at the easy stuff. Is there a tablet you can take? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 don't even go there. Don't go there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, don't. don't. (laughs) Good question. I I would take Apple (laughs) because it's funny that um, that was sort of off the topic. You can feel free to cut it later on. Because it was funny that one of the um, um, uh, drug and alcohol use um, young people community, they actually approached me days before and asked me to do another interview with them. And I thought that's a little bit sort of freaky because I said, oh, actually I'm not really sort of getting involved of one of those things like I – because I come from a very traditional family and I don't really have a lot of chance to, you know, get drunk and probably dragged up and, and get some inspiration and see, see shapes and, and, and yeah, he, yeah. hearing, you know, hearing colours, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't oh, really I love have... that phrase, hearing colours. That is just, I just <laughs> Hearing colours yeah. and seeing, seeing sound, seeing that sounds. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I, like, I mean, you know, there's people doing that and, and I totally think, that's, you know, different people have different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, um, 
I do believe that there's a natural way to get naturally high because sometimes when people look at some of my work, some, such as the Zodiac um, Symphony, which is like Zodiac Curve, um, which, which is inspired by mathematic um, equations, uh, some people look at it and just go, what did you take? And I said, oh, well, I just studied math and I thought maybe to, to link them up and see them see some of the relationships between um, some of the very sort of geeky, boring statistics um, with some interesting uh, colour and shapes. And so, Yi Ying, just, I just want to summarise the interview so far. You made $2.45 from designing <laughs> the Twitter logo, a Twitter farewell logo. In ways of becoming creative, you suggest alcohol and the Zodiac Symphony? No, I didn't suggest uh, alcohol and the Zodiac okay. Symphony. I said, I believe the fact that without taking alcohol, without Without you know taking ah. drugs, you can still be very creative. That's absolutely. That's my that's my, that's my point of view because that's just, that's just how from my own experience I haven't taken anything extreme yet. Do you get, do you get <laughs> well, frustrated when you see small businesses promoting themselves in a very what I call wallpaper fashion, and by that I mean just stuff that you don't notice? Um, the stuff that I don't notice. You mean, for example. I just see a lot of small businesses not, I guess, having the courage to promote themselves in a creative way. So they fall back on maybe standard names, standard designs. Do you know, the, the best example I've come across so far yeah, that I've seen recently is a local... <laughs> My li- website? Uh, no, no. A local, <laughs> a local Lions Club magazine. Yeah. You yeah. should see some of the des- design in there. <laughs> it is bereft of all design. <laughs> Yeah, but what goes around comes around. It might be like retro in five years' time. Yeah, Ying, do you, do you, I mean, obviously you, you can't take on every client that approaches you possibly. I mean, understanding that, that you're quite popular. Do you, do do you, you, do a do you pick and choose you? who your clients are? Um, in the beginning, I'm actually not. Like, even doing interviews and stuff, like, I don't really have a chance to, because I don't have any assistant or anybody to yep. really help me and, and choose whatever. Um, but take, what, I, take what every interview's come along. <laughs> I trust my instinct, and I, it's almost like, like you said before, I was listening to the interview of you at, with, with the bra queen, and I, I was sort of laughing um, when I, while I was listening. Um, that's, I think that's Tim's favourite, by the way. <laughs> I think everybody is, can really see them as a brand, to be honest. Yep. Um, and when you approach somebody, it's your attitude and also your way of saying things it all has a certain um, value. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with a small business. Um, you you don't really see yourself as you know a, 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 you know just go to approach people and because of the fact that you want to make money, but also you make connections and maybe that connection might take you to some further steps. You never know. Yeah, and okay. and I always sort of thinking uh, you keep a good intention in yourself and try to help people as soon as. As, sorry, just help people um, in the same time as much as you can, um, not really expecting too much of a return. And sometimes it turns out quite quite nicely. Same thing with how I upload, you know, images down to iStock. I just thought um, I really wanted to showcase my work. That's my intention. Um, but in the same time, people who like my work might see some of my personality in it. And maybe that would lead me to somewhere else. I don't really have, like, a huge... Um, a very huge uh, uh, desk, like uh, what you call it, sort of. Uh, how do I find the right word? I think I what really you're saying is, do good things, and things and good things will come. 
Yeah, it's like yeah. you don't really have a huge um, expectation in the beginning because it, it, you know, even you ex- expect really high. If you have a lot of big aims, um, things could really screw up sometimes. Yeah, you know, things happen. So I think it's really sort of building up, um, building up a good relationship with you, with your clients, with your friend, and something good will return to you as well. It's just a very general sort of philosophy that I believe in. Yeah, it's a great philosophy. Yes. Ying, um, the critical components, getting back to a little bit of rational marketing strategy, the critical components of a creative brief. So if, if one of our listeners is about to go and brief someone to do a logo tomorrow or website design, what are those things that they must share with their designer to get the best result? Okay, firstly, you've got to understand your um, keyword of your company. So I usually, if I'm if I if somebody brief me, if somebody want me to design a logo, I usually ask them to summarize um, in ten words of what their company is, mostly adjectives. So that will give me an idea of what kind of color, what kind of shape, um, what kind of you know look and feel they're looking for. Um, and also through your words, um, I will have a sense of what you want. Um, the logo or identity to be appealing to the viewers or the audience, mm-hmm. which I think is very important. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I think once they once they're ready to give me, you know, their idea or the look and feel of how the logo should be, then I can start it to work, and I will start it to find the right typography to to match it up. Um, an- another very important thing is, um, I think especially when you ask somebody to design something, you need to be open to their idea as well. You need to communicate mm-hmm. rather than always sort of go, I am the right person, like I'm always right, um, not really listening to the, to the designer because it's a, it's a two-way communication. Ying, I mean, obviously you've had a bit to do with, with iStock Photo. What do you think of, of other crowdsourcing design sites like 99designs, for example? Um, I think iStock Photo, it, it is, it's a great way, and also Getty Images, they are great um, channels for creative people, um, especially you know how to use it wisely. Um, I suppose different um, creative people, say if you're a photographer or say if you're an illustrator, you should really treat your work differently to um, different sites. For example, um, some, some photographer would put their images onto Flickr's um, and I think now, um, from two years' time, I sort of really realized the importance of uh, taking care of your um, intellectual property in the same time. Choosing the right places to, to show your work. Absolutely. It's all part of your brand, isn't it? Do you, do you think 99designs and Elance and Odesk are, are devaluing designers' work? Well, from my own point of view, I sort of, I wouldn't really use 99% design simply because I... I see logo design as a craft, and I really th- I believe the fact that logo design is not something that you can just you know grab an image and and put some text and that's it that's you know that's the work. Yeah. Um, most of the time, when client approach me, we actually sit down and we chat about it, and really I get into knowing what they they need for and what their business is, and I actually just do the tailor for them. I mean. It's almost like buying clothes. It really depends on people's choice. I mean, you can really go to supermarket and just get a, you know, get a T-shirt. But if you're actually going to, you know, go to some important 
um, business meeting or whatever, you actually wanted to choose the clothes or for your 21st birthday or mm-hmm. something like that. You actually wanted to um, choose something that is actually you, that is actually for you or for your business. So I yeah. think really importantly um, for, for logo identity especially, it's not like clothing. You can just wear this today and you can wear that you know, next day. It's something that probably would, would grow with you. Imagine you know, McDonald's when they start their business, if they change the business logo all the time, then people wouldn't remember it as these mm-hmm. days. I mean, it doesn't necessarily saying that you know, a good logo would make your business brilliant, but I do think um, a good logo, almost like a name, or almost it's part of you. It's a part. It's part of the culture. So I really think um, to get a good logo, I recommend people to actually get a good logo designer to do, to design it for them, um, because later on, it, ultimately, it will become the. Um, the asset of the company. Uh, love it. I absolutely. Mm. Can, can we frame that, Luke? Is <laughs> yeah. there any way of framing audio? Because what you just said, Yi Ying, about logo design is, is spot on. This is a really, really tough question because I know there's no right answer to it, but I know all our listeners are thinking it. How much does a logo, how much should you pay to get a logo designed? And I know, I know you can't answer that with a figure, but how do you go about it? Because obviously that's going to determine who you then choose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think usually when I getting approached by people, it it depends on how big um, the company or the um, organization is. Sometimes if if it's a startup company, I would consider give a bit of discount. And also, you know, it really depends on what kind of application you would apply for. So say if you're actually just doing business consultancy, then you don't really have any product to Mm -hmm. um, apply, you know, the logo on. Um, maybe you probably would have a new conference, then you might want it to use the logo, just print it on T-shirt as a promotional item. But say if you actually have a company like a fashion brand um, and you, you ask, ask me to do a logo for you, maybe later on when you're like Supreme or um, some other companies, when your company is growing bigger, that actually, the logo actually becomes your asset. Yep. And you can actually use it as, as a fashion accessory. You can probably print it on um, T-shirt. You can print it on scarf or even make some accessory out of it. Um, then the logo actually could transfer into item, onto mugs, onto um, mouse pad. So the, the value of the logo actually become bigger. Increases over time. Yeah, so it actually increased with the business. So for me, like I've learned a lot after even like after I graduated, I realized that actually the logo grows with the business. So mm. don't even think that, you know, you paid 500 bucks. Um, the logo would, would just, you know, the value of the logo would be just like that. Yep. But it's mm. actually a constant devolving of your company that actually also make the, the logo grow. For example, if you paid $500 or $5,000 or even like ANZ, the recent um, campaign of their logo. Uh, like $15 million, wasn't it? Yeah. It that is be... wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was looking wrong. at it. Hey, Yilin, one looking... last question. One yeah. last question. Cause, okay, go. Uh, we know that you have a very big dream project. What is it? Well, I was actually really... I mean, I've already done it, actually. Um, I've just not, haven't got the chance to release it. I have a dream job, which is really refresh the current Google logo. Oh, cool. You actually yeah. got the gig. Um, I haven't got the gig. I just, I had a, I just had, like, 
had the passion of doing it. That's so you've, it. you've done it. <laughs> yeah, I've done it because I just thought, I was looking at it, I received a very random email from one mate of mine and they just said, well, you probably can do a better job. Uh, I mean, I respect what has been done, but I just thought, why not just When are we going to see what you've done? Can you, huh? can, can, you, can you release it on our show? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't know whether there's any problem with the, um, the copyright. You no, know what I mean? There's absolutely none. <laughs> well, you, 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 you check with your lawyers and come back to us, but we would love to release it to the world uh, on um, I've done it. I, I mean, I've, I've, already, I've done it, and I've also done a, a, a very cool little animation about it. And, and I'm sure you... I can I can show you in private time if I come to Melbourne later on. I mean, okay. I'd love to show you. All right. Well, um, we, we might do that. We might do a little... When you're in Melbourne... We'll get a trademark we'll, lawyer on our next show tonight <laughs> and we'll see what we can do. When you're in Melbourne next, come yeah. along and we'll do a, our very first vodcast and, <laughs> and we'll reveal your work on it. Can we do that? Yeah, why not? Sweet. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Hey, Yi Ying, thank Ying. you so, so much for sharing. Cheers. Loved it. Thanks, Yi Ying. Thank you. See Great you to soon. talk to you. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. What a fantastic interview with Yi Ying Timbo. What do you reckon? I reckon she is a highly passionate individual and she, highly creative. She sure is. Yeah. And one of the, one of the couple of points that I got 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 from that was you never know where inspiration is going to come from. Um, and I think uh, people certainly need to um, to always look around. You know, you're not always going to find it in a book. So. Yep. And um, to keep putting yourself out there, certainly one of the things that she has done is to yeah. put her work out there. And, yeah. uh, and she, as a result, the universe has provided, oh, as yeah. you would say, Timbo. Absolutely. And it has. And she, um, she, you know, she just puts it out there and um, good on her, I reckon. So um, we have got a couple of other things, Lukey. Listeners, don't forget uh, to sign up and come along to the Small Business Big Marketing Intensive. It's a two-day marketing workshop at the Caulfield Racecourse in Melbourne in August. Go to our website, Small 2000, Business... 2010. 2010, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> we don't want people listening in five years' time to this episode and going, how do I get in? Correct. Uh, August, Caulfield Race Course, two full days of marketing gold, Lukey. So uh, go, to, go to our website, smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, and click on Intensive, and you can read all about it. Yep. What else we got, Lukey? Uh, we have our Facebook page, Timbo, if you want to yeah. join us on Facebook. Do join us. We, we are building that community, and you will find out uh, more things that are going on. You'll have the opportunity to contribute to the show. Indeed. Uh, there's a little video of um, Lukey and I being quite silly and immature. <laughs> so just go to facebook.com forward slash small business big marketing if Facebook's your thing. Lukey, $5 I spent on Fiverr the other day. F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Correct. And... Um, that is, we have now got the small business big marketing milk carton and um, cereal box, I think, which is about absolutely no use. I just want to know what we're going to put in them, Tim. I have no idea, mate, but uh, yeah, that's a bit of fun. Uh, we continue to spend $5 on things that we uh, you can use to promote our show. Yeah, so, um, so I don't know how we're going to use those two things, no. but anyway, they're dumb. But listeners, if uh, if you give Fiverr a go, we want you to uh, write into us uh, yeah. either either um, tell us on Facebook or yeah. send an email to questions at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and, and, and tell we'll, us all about it. We'll upload those um, those little packaging exercises to Facebook and, and to our show notes. Yep. Hey, thanks once again to the transcription people. Dot com dot au. Yeah, they continue to transcribe every show. And, and Lukey, we even got a um, an email earlier this week 
from a fellow, and I don't have it in front of me, but basically saying what a great thing it is to transcribe every show because yeah. it helps uh, the hearing impaired. The hearing impaired. Yes. Um, so that's a you know something often we don't consider yeah. uh, that yeah. you know there's a whole market of people out there that are either hearing impaired or sight impaired. They run businesses. So it's a good question to ask yourself as a small business owner, what are you doing to make it easy for those people with those impairments mm. to do business with you? So um, thank you to that listener who, who sent that in and thanks to the transcriptionpeople.com.au for continuing to, to transcribe every show. Lukey, enough. That's it. Last thing, yes, listeners, go to our website and sign up and you will get a marketing idea a week for... 52 weeks. For 52 weeks from your... Crazy! Your fantastic book, Cha-Ching. Cha-Ching. Are we mad? <laughs> We're crazy. Yeah, we are just wacky, <laughs> wacky people. Yeah. So um, go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and sign up there and you will automatically start to receive a marketing idea a week from my book, Cha-Ching. If you can't wait a and, week, and they have, a year, and there's, buy it. There's a, uh, there's also a, a work... There is. A worksheet? Work, worksheet. Thank at you, the end of each idea. At the end of each idea. help you so implement it. Helps you uh, put it into action. Lukey, enough talking, yeah. I think. Yeah, we indeed. must go. That is far too long for anyone to listen to us <laughs> rambling on. Listeners, thanks a million for um, being part of the show. We're nothing without you. No, indeed. We'll, you, you, you're the wind beneath our wings. That's enough, Timbo. Sorry. We'll catch you next time, guys. See, See ya. ya. You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current or future employers.